0: Let's talk about Sidewalk Labs. It's a big project. Right to my right, and you can't see where I am, but I'm down at the the foot of Lakeshore. I'm actually headed, I'm facing the Gardener. I'm at the foot of, uh, uh, not Lakeshore, I'm at the foot of Jarvis, rather, at Queens Key. So to my right is where Sidewalk Labs is going to develop the city of the future. It's a Keyside project. And yesterday... The Toronto Star reported that chief executive officer of Alphabet backed uh, the Alphabet backed entity planning the neighborhood in Toronto. Um, basically may pull out if mass transit is not developed in the area. So I wanted to know how true that was. We've joined we're joined by Micah Lasher, who's head of policy and communications for Sidewalk Labs. Welcome to the show. Good to have you here.
1: Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for being here. So we've we've heard of this happening. It happened in Queens with the Amazon headquarters. People were real, a little bit upset with what they were. You know, they were planning to change the neighborhood a bit, and Amazon went. You know what? Now we're their time. We're pulling out. Is that what's going on here?
1: No, I I, I certainly understand uh why you know why it, it, the specter of that might be raised, but uh in a lot of ways, this couldn't be different. You know, Amazon. Uh, pulled out of new york uh, the going got a little tough and ninety three days after they uh, came to town, they got out of town um, we 've been having a great and complicated and nuanced and sometimes controversial conversation with Torontonians for a year and a half now, and we 're very committed to the city and to the project and uh, what what we 're saying and I think as our as our planning is coming together is that We don't believe you can create the kind of vibrant uh, community that that is uh, that the vision that Waterfront Toronto wants to achieve that that we want to be part of creating. We don't think you can do that in this part of Toronto without without transit connectivity. Okay, so the app. So 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 and I should just say and we're open to lots of ways of making that happen. We are willing to. We've expressed a willingness to help make it happen. We're happy to not be involved in making it happen, but we just think it happening is critical to create a vibrant community on the eastern
0: waterfront. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just going to uh, kind of try and summarize what I think that you've asked for. Is you've said that Alphabet has said, okay, you know what, light light rail is imperative to this project to bring people. To the area, to, to you know, serve the people that will be living in this area. So we're willing to build it. And all we want is a cut of the property taxes collected, you know, in that area after we build it so we can recoup, you know, what we've invested. Is that the gist of what you guys are proposing?
1: I, I, I w- you know, we'll be putting forth the specific proposal in the next few months. I think, I think, frankly, our first preference would be for public dollars to mm-hmm. build out mass transit in a sort of traditional way Um, but there are innovative uh, self-financing mechanisms tax increment financing is one of them Um, uh, which the provincial which the province enacted legislation 12 years ago to do and the former provincial government never in fact put in the regulation to allow it Um, we think that's a that's an enormous opportunity to create public-private partnerships across Ontario um that would that would really generate economic activity. So this could be an example of that. Um, there are lots of mechanisms. Again, we we just think this is really important. We think there are billions of, of dollars of economic value that would be created for Ontario if the LRT is brought to the Eastern Waterfront. In fact the, the Waterfront BIA estimated it at a twenty billion dollar loss if the LRT isn't built on an expedited schedule. And and we just think that's important. But we are we're committed to the project. As I said, we've been at this for a year and a half. We're working very hard on a, on a big plan. We're going to put it out there. We think people are going to be excited about it, and we hope we're working with Torontonians for decades to come on making this this happen.
0: Can you speak to the uh, what, what this waterfront city is going to look like, your hopes uh, in the long run?
1: Well, I think for, first and foremost, we, we want it to be a vibrant, a vibrant place uh, for people to live, to work, to come and, and recreate. Uh, we want it to be a, a, uh, a place that is the source of a lot of economic activity and jobs. We think can create tens of thousands of jobs. Part of that is by creating a real cluster of, of innovation, homegrown startups, uh, entrepreneurs. We want this to be the place where if you've got an idea, uh, innovation, a business that you want to start, Uh, We want this to be the place where you will come because the digital infrastructure enables you to do it, uh, because it's highly sustainable, because it's affordable to live. Um, That's that's sort of what we are trying to achieve here. Um, And we have a lot of innovative ideas, uh, everything from what's old is new innovation like wood buildings to more futuristic stuff like robots carrying your trash uh, that we are thinking about and that uh you'll see when we when when we put out our plan uh this what we think will be the spring.
0: Nobody likes to be sued, but Thursday the Canadian Civil Liberty Association uh, basically threatened litigation if the project project is not reset. Is that at all worrying to you guys?
1: Uh no, it's not. It was uh it was a you know, uh it, people try to make headlines. The it was a, it was sort of on its face a a somewhat uh Uh, overstated letter. The the notion that we would have uh, any authority to create a, quote, constitution free zone in Toronto, I think kind of uh, was the tell that this was not a particularly serious letter. So I I don't really. So was it a
0: little bit of like the Americans are coming, the Americans are coming?
1: That that I, I would certainly not be presumptuous enough to say that, uh, but it was it, uh, I, I don't look, there are there are I, I should say, by the way, there are legitimate concerns and questions. about uh, privacy for sure uh, absolutely. And we think we've put forward a plan that would not only comply with all existing laws and regulations, but would make this you know, perhaps the most heavily regulated area in the country on the issues of privacy and governance. So there are serious questions and concerns that people have that we're engaging with. I don't think this letter really reflected those serious conversations.
0: We're talking with Micah Lasher, who um, is the head of policy and communications for Sidewalk Labs. There was a rumor yesterday that, you know, if we didn't get an LRT to that new area, which is going to be the the smart uh, area of the city of Toronto, and it will revolutionize how we look at building cities globally, um, that they might pull out like Amazon did at Queens. You, you mentioned that you're a year and a half into this project. Actually, that doesn't seem like it's that long. So if you were to pull out, is there anywhere else that you're looking at possibly moving to no
1: no because uh, only because we're not there's not actually a serious conversation about pulling out uh, all all we are working we are a, a lot of people uh at sidewalk labs uh, are working day and night on a plan for Toronto uh and uh, uh and we're we're going to put that forward with enthusiasm and excitement, and we very much hope that uh, Torontonians will be excited about it, and the the policymakers and people they've elected to represent them will will see fit to uh, to move it along. And you're safe right,
0: to, it, is, is it safe to say that you know we're now Toronto and Waterloo becoming the Silicon Valley number two?
1: There's uh, there I I, I don't. I, I, In in some respects, I think the growth potential is number one. I mean, I I think there's an enormous amount of exciting development of the of the tech sector. It's it's uh, that's been going on in Waterloo for for a long time now, and is really emerging in Toronto. And it's something. It's one of the big things that attracted us, and we think we can really help accelerate that, and particularly grow it in the area of urban innovation. And I would just say, you know uh, we are the subsidiary of an American company. We are an American company, but what we're talking about here is creating a physical place in Ontario. It will be anchored in Ontario. This is not, uh, this notion of we're going to come up and get a bunch of talent and ideas and bring it back to the U S if this project goes forward, it is going to be physically anchored, uh, in Toronto for forever. And, um, uh, there's no place we'd rather be.
0: Is it very attractive because of the climate and the challenges I, that I, that climate brings? I think that
1: the um, the, the, the burgeoning tech ecosystem, the uh, spirit of inclusiveness that characterizes Toronto, the, the interest in building complete communities, um, as well as the fact, frankly, that Toronto really is struggling with challenges of its own success and growth in terms of in terms of transit. In terms of affordability, uh, in terms of making sure that the folks that have led to its success don't get priced out of the city. Mm -hmm. And those are the challenges that our company was founded to address and that we that's what we care about. That's what we're here to do. And um, it's a it's a great city. Uh, to work on those issues.
0: So, because of our growing pains that we're going through right now, this is the time to get in and say, "Okay, well, we're going to help you through those growing changes and uh, uh, growing pains and and change you into the city that you want to be. In fact, the city that you never knew you could be."
1: Well, I think we want to to make a contribution to uh, to a lot of work that's going on in government and in the private sector um, to, to tackle those challenges. I think we think we have a contribution to make. Um, and, and to play a role in tackling those
0: challenges. I think you've been having this conver- these conversations a lot. <laughs>
1: we, we, you know, I, I think, you know, it's look, the project it gets a lot of attention. We take our hits. Um, but I think the kind of, of consultation we've been doing, we've talked to, we've con- directly and personally consulted with more than 20,000 Torontonians over the last year, all of that before we have even tabled a plan. We've really been developing our plan in the public eye it comes with its difficulties and its challenges sometimes some some headlines that that are that you have to explain but I really think we've benefited from it and I think it's unprecedented um, and I think it's going to make for a fantastic plan
0: don't get me wrong I think I'm I'm all board I'm all on board with this plan I think it's important that we move ahead and use technology where we can uh, you know to create the city of the future thank you so much for joining us thank
1: thank you for having me